We good whenever you good. Dynasty niggas. Chip, 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 we unmatched, bro. It is what it is. What is we, it? The, the dynasty, dynasty niggas. as they say. We, we unmatched, bro. Warriors who? We here. Oh, man. Gutter to gutter. Yeah, we so nice. We nice, bro. Like us, episode 10. What a, what a episode wait. 10. Some of these pods didn't even get to episode 4. <laughs> I didn't even see y'all dudes get to episode 3. Yo. And we're going to get from episode 10 times 10 times 10 times 10. Yeah, we forever, baby. We're here to stay. This is forever in your head. Check it out. This is so legendary, bro. Bro, let the intro rock for a minute and a half. <laughs> he ain't even going there. Yeah. Legendary. The theme song to the Supreme. But he said Nas is better than the five. That's it. Yeah. Got a strange way of seeing life like. We gave y'all drink last time. <laughs> we gave y'all Brizzy last time. When we talking about Dynasty. We got to talk about Dynasty. Oh. King senses ever since I was a Tino like bitches Every time somebody like Enos was mentioned I would turn green Me being in the trenches Him living adventurous Not worrying about expenditures I'm braving temperatures But low zero No hero No father figure You got a partner We in the pod trenches And the weight loss in my figure Stop Watching my niggas, I'm trying to be calm, but I'm gone. You get richer through any means. With that thing that Malcolm palmed in the picture. Never read the Corona, Islamic scriptures. Only Psalms I read Shit. was on the arms of my niggas. We let, we let Hope rock for a minute now. Like Let's show before Rock Nation come for us. <laughs> I am never going to the brunch, by the way. I don't care. Why? You can send me an invite. You can send me the little letter with the with the gold lettering on it. I am not following for that trick. Why? Man. Eyes wide shut. That's all I gotta say. My eyes wide shut. Don't 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 invite me to these to these Ghislaine and Jeffrey parties, man. I don't wanna go there. That's not for me. That is Shit. not for me. Yo. That's legendary letting that rock, bro. <laughs> I had to let it rock. It is still rocking. We're giving it up today. That's, that's what you got to know. When you hear that, when you hear that hope, that's how you know we're giving it up today. Yes. And in the words of Yaya, with that being said, welcome to the Built for Cuban Links podcast. And I'm your host, Freezy. And I'm joined by my nearest and dearest friend. Yaya. And we're back again and again and again and again. For episode 10 to Bamba Clot. Double digits. We got the double Episode digits, baby. 10. I thought it was 10 last time, and I was wrong. <laughs> now we on 10, baby. Now we know we're on 10. <laughs> we on 10. We on 10, baby. We need, to, we need a drop, too. Let me get a drop. We need a drop. That's coming for episode something. <laughs> but um, how you doing, man? How, how's life been, been hanging for you? What you been up to since we last met up and, and sat down and talked about this, this music industry and our life in general? <laughs> All right, you came back with the label approach. <laughs> if you say so. Nah, I just been chilling, bro. I just been chilling in school. I still had to write my 
public speaking changes speech, which is coming after the pod, I will be writing it. Shout out to everybody <laughs> from that class that's listening. <laughs> but yeah, school. I've just been chilling, bro. Just been chilling. School, homework. You know how it go, bro. You you know how it go. We here to we we here we potting. We create memories that's gonna last us, and we just here, bro. What do they call it? They call it the the digital fo- footprint. <laughs> yeah, bro. We just we just chilling, bro. I'm just been doing school, bro, and enjoying life a little bit more. Midterm season is now gone, come and gone, but that just means that finals is close approaching. Mm. So we here to to either get you through that tough time. Or, I don't know, maybe you celebrate it, maybe you're doing good, maybe you don't even need no work, you don't even need no help, and you're just chilling, and for that, I'm envious of you, but we gotta get this pot out for y'all. Last time, we spoke about Hit Boy. Wait, wait, nigga, wait, wait, Oh, wait. no, okay. What, how, what have you been doing, bro? Slow, same thing, same thing. Taking the slow flow. We just doing school, we doing work, we doing our thing, we getting our shit together, trying to set the right steps for, for the next steps. A proper foundation. Uh, as I always like to tell Yaya, proper preparation prevents poor performance. It's true. a lot of peace. It's true. So, um, yeah. It's that's, true. that's what we up to. We're just getting ready for the next steps. The weather has been kind of walky outside, but it's nice out. It looks nice outside right now. We, we got a little rain Spring early. is coming. Spring is coming if we're not already here already. I'm excited for it. I think uh, we're officially in spring because of the... The solstice or whatever the fuck, but it was the cold for the days first have of changed. Weeks. Longer days, long. The sun is out now. We, where I am, we are a long day. People are back outside. You feel me? So and, um, the get, crime rate is up. Get to, get to planting, bro. <laughs> so, yo, in April, it depends on where you are, but if you plant, if you if you have some space, plant some 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 crops to eat, bro. It's always good to. Grow your vegetables, grow your your fruits, bro. I forget there was a word word you told me. Be self sustainable. You gotta yeah. good to be self sustainable. Self sustainable, sufficient. You don't have to go to the preservative food grocery stores that you don't be selling give, shit crazy. You don't got to give Jeffrey Bezos your money to get something that's healthy for you. Fam, if you have some land, grow your food. It's better for you, and you'll appreciate it more. Look bro. at the price of eggs and produce, baby. That's true. You gonna save yourself a buck if anything, too. That's it's always true. good. You it's gotta be true. a little frugal. I seen LeBron. He he was on Twitter the other day. He said, "I guess they're taking my blue check away because I ain't paying no damn five dollars a month." <laughs> you gotta be though. frugal. You gotta act broke to stay rich. So <laughs> that's, what that's always is. been happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so April's coming. Plant your vegetables and shit, and it's always good to know where your food is coming from. <clears throat> your backyard, exactly. the side of your porch, the windowsill. Do something to be. Self-sufficient. It's always good to learn a technique of farming, bro. You never know. If you've seen The Last of Us, there's an episode where it was the guy, it was the guy who was the doomsday prepper who survived because he knew how to plant, he knew how to build his base up, he knew how to do his thing. Really? I need to watch that. Whatever, it's a zombie show, whatever. They also did a little uh, flip on it that was a little funny, but um, I'm not even going to get into that. But, um... I know it's always good to to know how to survive. That's the thing. We're we're so used to everything being electronic or mechanical or whatever. We talk about AIs now, but AIs can't build you can't can't grow your crops. Nope. So that's up to you. All right. I've been telling Freezy. I'm like, yo, Freezy, you have the space. Grow your food, bro. Cause together, we a force. If you you trade in, that's trading. You trade in. Yeah. Yo, Freezy might be able to grow a tomato that I can't grow in my garden because I don't have the seed mm-hmm. or whatever. 
it's always good to exchange goods like that. You feel me? That was the root of it's our civilization. Good. That's what our civilization was built on. It was systems like that. People growing and trading and building communities through that way. So, we are the pod community. <laughs> it's true. And we're planting a seed. And we're 10 episodes in. And we stunting on y'all. It is episode 10, bro. Let's let's just sit back and talk about that, bro. It's, it is episode 10. We said we was going to be in Miami. We lied. <laughs> we are professional. I don't even think the people remember that. <laughs> I don't even remember that. <laughs> Yo. We are on episode 10. This is a milestone that we're going to look back one day and be like, yo, we're happy we started the pod. We're happy we catch these conversations on tape, <laughs> audio and video. And it's just another memory to look back on. So when I see we're on episode 10, it's like we just started yesterday. It's like we just started and we were creating everything. We were planning on everything. We were... Nigga, we just jumped in. We jumped in. It was a long time to learn. coming, too. It was we, a long time coming. We jumped in the game trying to learn, and we still trying to learn. And that's why, that's why we got so far, you feel me? It's because we came in here and we want to learn still. Exactly. The key is to never stop learning. Even the people who are the most successful in the game and the most successful in whatever industry you, you want to be in, whatever career path you want to take, yeah. the people at the top, they learn, but they know when to sit back and listen and still learn. So that's the key. And we're going to keep bringing you these excellent, amazing, classic pods, as always. Yeah, bro. It just, it's like, when you just put your hard work into something, bro, it's going to come back. It might not come back the first time you you try, you understand? But it, is, it might come back. Your hard work is going to be paid off in some type of form or fashion, you feel me? And through hard work is how you progress, you understand? Through hard work is how you how you progress and how you get better. What do, what does fail stand for? First attempt, I'll learn. Oh, mm. I didn't know that. That acronym is very special. But um, yeah, and it is what it is. And we're not gonna fail because this is the best podcast in the world. Honestly, <laughs> I already feel well, like that. Honestly, we're really, I'm really making the the content that I want to put out into the world. You're right. Uh-huh. We're talking about things that we want to put uh, talk about. <laughs> not I, no bullshit like... that's gonna get us clicks. You know what I mean? And we still gonna get the clicks regardless. Because when you, when you speak the truth and you're authentic, it draws the people in. When the message comes from the heart, there is no stopping it. When the message comes from the heart, there is no stopping it. Ain't no gimmicks. And AI can't figure that out either. I, AI can't do that. A, AI can't speak from the heart. Let's talk about it. Mm. <laughs> Let's mm. talk about it. Mm. AI can't speak from the heart. I believe we're going to reach a time where the creators... Is gonna be all that's left, and and that's what's gonna separate AI from a regular person is how creative you can get, and how nice you are just naturally in yourself. Cause you can't, you could duplicate people's voices, you could duplicate everything else. Apparently, let's see if you could duplicate content creation. <laughs> let's talk about it. You could try all you want. You <laughs> can't duplicate let's see, the heart. Let's see. I you don't can't believe duplicate the brain. I don't believe they can, and. Not yet, at least. <laughs> I don't believe they can. My my brother was showing me some shit where they made like a Seinfeld show. I did see that too. And it just keeps on going and going yeah. with jo- with jokes and shit. But 
I think the personality is what's going to separate the AI from the people. Exactly. I mean, that's how it's personality. always been. Even, even portrayed even in movies and TV shows when they've had things like this, like iRobot, it was always the heart and the, and the soul of a person that you can't replicate. Mm. There's, mm. No, there's no math behind that. Mm. Whatever you want to say. Mm. And uh, we've we seen Elon Musk come out and over a thousand other tech leaders and, and AI, leaders in AI who have been creating this stuff, scientists, I think, shit too. They came out and they said, hey, whoever's in charge of these AIs, whoever keeps pumping these AIs, you got to slow your roll, slow them brakes, because it could change society in a way forever, and there will be no coming back from that shit. I agree, but I also want to point out, to me, AI could work as a tool. We already seen people using it for school. We already see people using it as work. They talk about, oh, assistant jobs and, like, meaningless, yeah. uh, menial office work like yeah. that will be... Irrelevant in the future come because of AI. Okay. But to me, if you treat it as a tool for growth and for learning, mm-hmm. you'll, still have, you'll still be around. You'll still be able to survive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's going to be a difference, I think, in the future between people who can use AI to their benefit and their advantage and people who can't. Mm-hmm. Either you had a too old way of thinking and you're like, I don't want to fucking ever work with this shit because whatever. It doesn't impact mm-hmm. me. I don't, I don't care about it. And there's going to be people who are like, okay, instead of me getting phased out by this technology, mm-hmm. I got to adapt and change quickly. And that's when progress will happen. AI, is, it could be a great tool. People can use it in a great way. Okay. But if we let it become more adaptable than us, because, I mean, what, ChatGPT came out a couple months ago. Yeah. I'd say within the first couple of months. Billion dollar price, industry. Billion dollars. Trillions of users. Trillion dollar industry that, ha- that hasn't proven itself yet. But... And if it's you're not staying up to date with it, approximate, you're gonna stay held back. You're gonna get held back. What happened when when you was doing bad in school? They kept your ass in the summertime. You couldn't go outside. <laughs> Same thing gonna happen now. Mm. So just a word to the wise: stay aware. Because we've been aware. We warned. We warned motherfuckers from, from a while back. And even before the pie, we was talking about it from 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 when we were young. We always knew shit like this could happen. It's true. It's true. You can say conspiracy theory this, the conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory that, but yeah, when the conspiracy theory start to play out true in, in real life, in <laughs> front of your eyes, what can you say? <laughs> a funny, a funny thing when real life is starting to align with movies mm. and what niggas been talking about for the past ten years. <laughs> That's crazy. Past ten years. That's crazy. It started little by little. We started with the electric cars, electric vehicles, whatever. Mm. And pretty soon, not too long after, I mean, how long have Teslas and electric vehicles really been, you know, part of kind of the future of, of the business? I even heard from an Uber driver that, that I was with the other time. They rent their Tesla and use it, and they get even a further discount for using an electric vehicle. They get an added bonus of using an electric vehicle when yeah. they drive Uber. It's the new taxi cab. Pretty soon, it's going to be all we're transported in is electric vehicles. Even the buses have been turning electric. Even the trains in China, they've been electric bullet trains for a long time. So we're dealing with fossil fuels. We're dealing with a, a, down, a down in coal and oil and shit like that. And our Earth's natural resources. They had no choice but to use electronics to further the way we live. Mm. So that's that. I, I mean, that's true, bro. It's, I mean, future is playing out, bro. They 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 touch a new sector of the market. <laughs> Future is playing out in in many instances, bro. And I think we're gonna see it eventually. 
And if not already, because if you've been on TikTok, I was showing Yaya earlier, the Kanye AI is going crazy. Yeah, it is. Kanye AI is singing every song known to man. <laughs> I seen Kanye AI singing um, Fleetwood yeah. Mac the other day. He was sounding like Ed Sheeran. It made me yeah. think, hold up, wait a second. Because that dude is ginger and he looks a little funky. Maybe he was always an AI. <laughs> Nah, but Kanye is singing over allegedly, not allegedly. The people was making this man sing over Drake songs. <laughs> you showed it to me a lot of before hits, the pod, and it sounds good. I was watching a um a YouTube video yesterday with RDC World One. I saw that one. That was very and funny. they were talking about the AI, but that's it's a it's a funny joke, but it's very true. And I watched it on the YouTube video. Mm-hmm. They they it's like they was like messing with the AI, and based on how. You put it in, like, type it, is how natural it sounds. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. So people could mess with it and basically make niggas say anything that they really want. <laughs> you That's feel true. me? People could mess with it, and, and it would sound clear. You put a typo with it, and it'll sound clear. It'll sound like the man Ye was saying that. We, we, and you think I about that. I spice everybody. In combination with, I, I know if you're familiar with the deep fake shit. Mm. Where they implant somebody else's face on another person's body. Mm. Really, I think this technology was furthered in porn really? for lack of a taboo subject they've been doing that yeah, for a true, very very it's long true, time it's true, it's I'm not true. no no weirdo <laughs> like that but I'm, I'm being honest it was a, it, it was it was a big a, thing it was, it was it's a wild been a big segment. thing for a long time it was a wild segment yeah it was a wild a, segment wild segment, <laughs> wild segment. <laughs> but it's true it's true yeah. and you think about the capabilities oh, that this has it's yeah. so accurate it's it sounds better so real. over time you could just have motherfuckers saying anything at all you could have I seen a video of Joe Rogan talking about fucking I don't even remember, like, dinosaurs came from meteors or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just outlandish shit, and it looks so real. And we're going to get to the point where it's going to be hard to distinguish the reality from mm-hmm. the fake shit that's fabricated. It's I mean, true. It's happening right now. Even it's more specifically, harder harder. <laughs> I just thought of the moon landing in my head real quick. That's <laughs> just how I think. But anyways. Let's anyways, talk about anyways, it. Anyways. Let's talk about it. Let it run. <laughs> Let it run the truth. <laughs> The moon landing. Shout out Mac Better Truth, yo. <laughs> Anywho. Kyrie said the earth was flat, too. I don't know. Hey. You never know. Only the sailors know. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the only sailors know I'm Anyways, dead. anyways. The music industry. Okay. This is gonna, I think, affect the music industry as a whole. Because, you know, even with streaming, technology has always taken a hold of music and drove music forward. We had CDs, we had cassette yeah. tapes, we had yeah. the Walkman made people yeah. listen to music per- personally on their phone. There was a time where you couldn't listen to, to music in your headphones. It's yeah. hard to think about now, but, what well, it couldn't, I mean, I guess now it's like over 50 years ago now. The 1970s was over 50 years ago. But it didn't always seem so far away. There's, There's a time parents, where you your... could only listen to, to music on a boombox outside. Or on a radio inside. Your parents know what you're talking about. Exactly. All, all the people exactly. before our, that, that made us know. They getting high up in age and they know what it was like before a laptop was here. Mm-hmm. Before an iPhone was mm-hmm. here. You understand? So We but can't we forget about those that, times so. though. We can't. Because when you forget about it, you get too comfortable and, and whatever leads to whatever. But anyways, he's talking about, I'm talking about music and AI. There's already been Beyonce. I don't think... For lack of, don't come after me, Beyonce Hive, because I'm not saying Beyonce is a bad bad artist. Tread lightly. (laughs) A bad artist or whatever. (laughs) But I don't think you can argue that Beyonce, for a majority of her career, probably has not written her music. Okay. From the beginning, from Destiny's Child, she probably was not writing her music. Yeah, okay, all right, so so what? There's been loads and loads of people who have had jobs and made money and made a living being writers. 
for other artists, whether yeah. it be that they can't sing as well or they can't market their music as well or yeah. whatever. They just don't like being the, the you know, the front head and they want to be behind the scenes, whatever. Yeah. Sometimes when these songs, you get 10 writers a song. Yeah. With AI now, they're thinking it'll probably be able to replace a lot of these songwriting jobs. I mean, you think about it, it makes Been sense. Been saying that. It makes sense because if you look at the money, when you have so many songwriters on a song, everybody's got to get a piece of the pie. Yaya sent me something the other day. I think it might have even just been earlier today. Of It was Ed Sheeran getting sued by, was it the Marvin Gaye family? Yeah. Because they sue for everything. You already know they sue for everything. Robin Thicke. As they, they should. For everything. Exactly, as they should. And, you know, these people are getting chunks of the pie. And you really think that labels are here for that shit? I'd assume not. And I think they're looking at AI and these new technologies as a way mm. to cut out having to give money and give profits to other people. But anyways, when you're signed to a label, the percentage points that come out of either the production budget or your writing or, you know, your composing credits. Yeah. That comes out of your pocket, the artist's pocket. It doesn't come out of the label share of the, of the ownership. Mm. So it could be a way to think about it, you know, going forward. Are you going to work with many artists or are you going to let your, your AI do it for you? Mm. I don't think the labels care because I think we're at a point to where the labels are just focused on the margins, how much money they can make, the profits. And, you know, th- there was a time where labels would actually hear like, oh, you sound great. You, you make great music. I like, I like your voice. I like your story, whatever. Yeah. And they would cultivate these artists. But okay. that's a time that we are far removed from. So with the emergence of this new technology, people will argue that this could push labels further down that path of, hey, we don't have to work with these people no more. They tried it before, remember, with the FN Mecca. We talked about a couple See, episodes See, got about. canceled with the quickness. I don't know how you cancel an AI, but, I mean, I'm glad it <laughs> happened. They wasn't, the labels wasn't paying happened. him. I'm glad that happened. <laughs> the labels wasn't paying the voice of the AI. So they tried it before, and they failed, but... That's just it's still there said. for the future. It's, they you tried can fail, it earlier. You can fail, but it's just a lesson moving forward for them anyways. There could be a new one. And then it'll change the game. It'll change the game, bro. <laughs> then in that instance, the the wall would be broken down and you would have to you had to start from scratch again. Cause before, like I said before, you can have a Mary J track. With Beyonce, the splash of Nikki, and Kim, at the expense of ten seconds—not even—if you just act, know how to ask the AI the right prompt, <laughs> you feel me? If you know how to ask them the prompt, then you get whatever you want. But songwriters are going to have problems in the in the near future. Called it here. <laughs> Called it here. And I don't think it's it'll be too long a time before producers are having a hard time with it, too. I mean, even oh, when we're getting into sample-heavy music. That is something that I have not heard. I mean? It could be if a they tough could time use for producers it out here. To make beats now, then we have purely, a whole new industry Purely formed. generated music. We talk about um, the labels put out generated music now with whatever artists, you know, you know, whatever bum- bubbling artist is out there making... Um, Anime music, as Yaya was saying. Yeah, anime girl music. Anime girl music that's just uh, generating <laughs> clip incoming. Make a quick buck. Quick buck. Imagine when it's just the computers doing it and the, and the labels making all the profits from it. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's how the game goes. And the people who stand to suffer the most from this will always be the little guy, which in this case is the creatives. So, 
the thing to look out for. Always got to stay attentive. Always got to stay on point with it. Type shit. Having somebody make a beat with AI is crazy to me. But we have seen it all. <laughs> we have seen it all. Hey, uh, so anything is possible. <laughs> I know a lot of producers. A lot of producers love those VSTs or those um those things that already give you a pre-made sample. They could even chop the sample up for you already. What is that VST? What is it? It's I forget what the it's exact like terminology is for. Exactly the way we have plugins for mixing and mastering. Producers can have plugins for making a beat. Okay. So they already have programs which take samples that are either cleared or easily cleared by them, okay. and they chop it up for them. Oh. You know. So, if that's already a, a technology that's out there, imagine with the implementation of AI, or once somebody figures out, hey, we can make a quick buck out of this. We can make more money by cutting out this this guy who's working on beats in his basement or working on beats in a studio and selling them to artists and sending it out to his friends. We could cut that guy out completely. And the artist. And the artist, too. I mean, And we now we about have it. a whole new music industry <laughs> where nobody's coming back for legal rights or anything. It reminds me of the discussion we had the other day, or not really the other day, it was a while ago, about Glorilla's producer who kind of got screwed over mm-hmm. by the label because mm-hmm. they wanted to cut him out completely. It's a headache that a lot of labels have to deal with because people already know that these labels are doing doing underhanded tactics to get yeah. you out of your ownership. Yeah. So it won't be long till labels figure out a workaround and cut out the middle guy and mm. cut out the little guy. Mm. Mm. So it's a thing to take note of. Take note. That would change the game. That 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 would change the game. Entirely because you do not have the artist and you do not have the person that's making the beat for the artist mm-hmm. in the picture. Exactly. That hey, is if a they're whole already new making industry. The, the FN Meccas of the world, if they already they they was pushing that guy like he was about to be the next big thing, they got put so much money behind that fucking project. The way that they handled the situation was fucked up because they didn't pay the people that was behind it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I mean, you had a, a white like always a white uh, colorful dread robot. That was the 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 artist, the voice behind the fucking from the robot was a black dude. And they profited. They profit. They profited directly off of it. They cut off a little, a little piece for for whoever's in charge of doing the voice or whatever. Yeah. So imagine that. Because people are hungry, people are desperate. You put a little money, they get a little choice to to make some music. And they're gonna take it. They're gonna run with it. It'll mm. it'll be their first look. You know, this guy. Who after that? I think I bet you the biggest amount of uh, publicity that he ever received was by getting screwed over by this fucking AI robot from the label. You know what I mean? Cause they were just getting to the peak, you know. They had he had features with everybody, and then it just it just hit a plateau and just went downhill from there. They had a run. They had a little run, a couple two month run. Mm-hmm. I was seeing that run. motherfucker everywhere. That little ugly motherfucker. <laughs> I think it was at the festivals <laughs> in the flesh, <laughs> digitally. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. I mean, you remember they tried to do the the Tupac hologram? I don't know if you remember that from yeah, way, yeah, way yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, days. Yeah, I was bro. like, yo, that's crazy. You that's disrespectful, to be honest with you. How the fuck you get the rights to that shit? You think his mom is signing off on that shit? His dad is signing off on that shit? Well, I guess his dad is gone. His estate? His estate, so to speak. They're not signing off on that shit, but they probably don't have the rights to be like, to put up a fight about it. You know what I mean? I think at that time, I don't know if they pursued, I think they either had the okay to do it, or I don't know. They probably had the okay if they were going to attempt to do that, bro. At that time, back in the day. Same with, talk about it. Same with everybody else. I sent Yaya. They got over the, the blessing. Tr- trust me, they had to have. The I sent Yaya we, uh, a text over the weekend about um, I seen a Gucci advertisement with with a Bill Withers song as the as the commercial. You know the, the Gucci pandering. Yeah. We talk about the the fashion Ricos sometimes. Okay. Yaya was telling me, nah, there's no way they did that without getting the okay. But wait, wait. I said, I, I said, know, no, I know, I know. I said, there's probably no way they did that without getting the okay from him, but 
it is only three second video. So I don't know if you could fucking scheme a three second. If it's for profit, if it's for profit, there's always gonna have to be someone signing yeah. off on that shit. Yeah, it's commercial. Yeah. So I do a little digging. Who owns the Bill Withers music catalog? Really? It's not his family. There's a fucking corporation oh. called MMG, not Rick Ross MMG. But there's a different MMG that owns the rights to all that shit. But you sure that's not under that's not the family under a different nope. name? Nope. You sure? Yep. You sure? Yep. Yep. We checked out the sources. You can fact check me all you want. Check it out. <laughs> but, um, you say you can fact check me. <laughs> can fact check me yeah. all you want. I'm fucking dead, bro. That's I'm crazy. not spreading no disinformation, okay? okay. We're, we're doing all right. <laughs> and if we are. Um, but yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me that a lot of else, a lot of rappers a lot of rappers or, or singers or, or artists again screwed over in the same way. Sync licensing is a big way that a lot of artists make music. Which is what? What is a sync license? A sync license is, is when a company gets the right to use a song in either like a commercial or a movie or a okay. TV show. Okay. And artists can either ask for money up front okay. or get percentage points on the back end. Typically, the percentage points is for the really, really big guys, and that's why we don't see a lot of commercials have Drake music in them, obviously. You know what I mean? This the is legendary Sprite commercial from back in the day. Yeah, everybody. Was, where he was a robot. Yeah, everybody. That, that was a big one back in the day. I remember that from the, those days. We talk about Metro Sprite selling commercial. his catalog. We talk about Justin Bieber selling his catalog. We talk about Future selling his catalog. In Drake turn... sells piece of it. In turn, when you sell that piece of catalog, those, those people who own that can then turn around and use it for sync licensing and make money that you could have been making right in your pocket right now. Mm. But the thing is, it's a bitch to get those sync license de- licensing deals done. It takes a lot of connections and a lot of moving pieces and a lot of backdoor deals, shaking of the hands, but you know that's, what I mean? That, so, but, but listen, that's, it makes sense. that is what they're doing with TikTok. That's why it's so important that everybody's on TikTok because they found a way to monetize that shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't fucking be fucking adding music unless I add it in post-production. I'm not adding it on TikTok itself because who knows if that artist is even getting the money for that and somebody eating off of that. Mm, exactly. <laughs> like Somebody exactly. getting all the proceeds of that and that's what they trying to do to push that. That shit affects all the numbers first week and everything. I'm right? not sure if there's been any study done, but I'm sure it would be a great study to do how much TikTok is actually making these streams more prevalent for these artists. That's what I'm saying. Viral. That's, That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, if they if they it if it if they're taking it into consideration, it's endless amount of streams within that first week. If if that's added too, mm-hmm. from everybody making videos to it online, <laughs> that is crazy. But we've had um, I don't know if you saw the TikTok hearings that happened a while ago. Yeah, they, they yeah, were getting a couple lit weeks up. ago. Honestly, to me, it seemed like a lot of CCP. Communist Chinese party propaganda. I was all over TikTok. I seen mm. this dude. Everybody was making like heart edits of this guy who was doing this shit. They're fucking stealing all your data. Let's be yeah. real. They're stealing yeah. all our data and they're selling it off for money. Yeah, and we but, on TikTok too. <laughs> but to me, but that's why you me, have to be on different platforms, creators. You cannot put your eggs in all, all one basket. basket. I was true. telling my cousin the other day. Shout out Cuzzo. I was saying you can't have your eggs in all one basket. You have to be. On different platforms. I heard Ryan Leslie say this on EYO yesterday. He was with Jada Kiss and LaRussell at a summit somewhere. I don't know. On EYO. And Ryan Leslie say, said, you're renting your audience mm. from these platforms. No one has re- really found a way to fully monetize their audience because of the algorithms that's in, that's in place that change frequently. No one has really found a way 
how to do it. And they're Ryan Leslie and La Russell and them is finding a way musically and trying to find a way how to get to your full audience. Cause they said it on TikTok, they have people that choose what goes viral. I know that. I know niggas TikTok is playing with the too. numbers. TikTok said it too. They niggas have a is playing button. with the numbers. They have a big red button. We know. I know what my numbers is supposed to look like. <laughs> and I've only been on there a couple months posting frequently, you feel me? But I know that they could kill the sound down or sometimes sometimes a message gets too much and it's so authentic that they can't kill it because it's already going viral. But they stop it at a certain point and be like, all right, yo, make him chill, yo. They choose what goes viral, so you have to put your eggs in different baskets, bro, as a creator. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. The congressional Listen. hearings on TikTok revealed exactly what everybody thought and what was rumored and leaked a while ago, a couple of weeks <laughs> it's ago. It's important that we talk about this because this affects us. There's a big red literally button. Literally, on the low level. They have the hidden button. If they see some shit they like, they'll promote that shit straight to the top at yeah. the push of a button. Yep. And that shit will go viral like crazy. Yep. To me, when they say shit like that, that makes me think about, so maybe... When these artists are selling out their catalogs, mm. they're trying to make their music go viral. It can't go viral. But if you sell it to the label, the label now has ownership. The label now has those connections. The label has those fucking networking. That networking, like to we be talk like, about yo, my man, at the, the yo, I GM own this at now. TikTok. I own this now. <laughs> heat this up for me. Uh, give me some, let me give me some money. Uh, heat this up for me. It happens. Happened in music all the time. It used to happen in the heyday of radio when you had to break to break a song and be a popular artist. You had to be all over radio. Yeah. It was, it was payola to these DJs to be like, hey, play this song, play this record, this is my artist, this is me, this is whatever. I got the money for it, pay up, I'll pay up, and play this shit all day. Mm. What happened? Streaming came up. Streaming started independently rushing out artists who were able to capitalize off of it. Yeah. We had the SoundCloud era, we had the streaming era. Yeah, SoundCloud is gone now. What ended up happening, we had a lot of artists do exclusive deals with different streaming services. Yeah. And labels didn't like that shit because they're like, hey, we're not getting no bit of that money for you yeah. going exclusive. We're losing money because you're not on all these platforms. So what happened? The streaming service had to make an agreement with the labels they, not to let they artists found out, do these exclusive deals no more. They they found a way how to... how to what They, they put a number on what amount of streams amounts to what and they changed it. They might change it again. <laughs> what were those two big examples with that shit? Frank Ocean, who dropped Endless, who was a... It got him out of his deal, and it was an Apple Music-exclusive visual album because the label thought, oh, my God, we're getting this Frank Ocean album. It's going to be great, amazing. He goes independent, and he sells Blonde everywhere independently. They were like, oh, that's crazy. Drake. Drake sold the rights to views exclusive to Apple Music for either the first week or the first two weeks, something around now. Mm. Kanye West sold the rights to The Life of Paolo for the first couple of weeks exclusively to Tidal. Only if you had Tidal, you could listen to it on there. Mm. And the labels didn't like that. Moving on, moving forward, now the labels are operating in a way where the streaming service might as well be the labels and the labels might as well be the streaming services. Mm -hmm. We have this whole talk about, oh, the labels are dying because we don't need all this shit. We talk about distribution services. The distribution services are distributing and streaming. Yeah. They're the ones with the closer relationships. They're the ones with the connections and the money in the back pocket. Mm -hmm. So it's getting tougher and tougher out there. We're talk we talk about all this to compare it to, to TikTok because TikTok can make anything go viral. And whenever you have something, an entity, a platform with power like that, there's yeah. always going to be back money deals from higher up saying, hey, it's true. this is what we want to go viral. It's true. So that, that means that they could change the narrative. <laughs> the narrative, too. You, they might not want to show you a good image of a, 
a particular persons or people mm. about a situation. They gonna show you, they gonna program you to what they want you to believe. <laughs> you feel me? To and me? as a content creator, it's something that we have to deal with. And that's why you put you have different platforms. You don't just put you all into one place that could either kick you out whenever or fire you, fire you basically fire you, yeah. ban you whenever. Yeah. I feel like that's what that's the same shit Tesla told me. <laughs> you working for a company, boy, and they could t- terminate your account <laughs> or or choose to let you rock for a little bit, then terminate you when you get yeah. big. You feel me? So you have to put your eggs in different baskets, B. I mean, we saw it with Kai, Sinat, and 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 Aiden Ross, who, yo, who they, did their moves to Twitch you see, and shit yo, like that. Yo, you see that they sent that man... They sent the Kai a, a, a plaque a, mad late. That was mad late. Kai was... A plaque. Kai, Kai looked happy. Sent, nigga, they sent him shoes in a the box. They sent him oh, shoes. It wasn't even a plaque? Nigga, they sent him shoes that's that looked trash, bro. That's out of pocket. I think I remember that makes me... Nigga, remember. that's a record label. That's what the record label do. Joe Budden <laughs> was talking about Spotify was giving them used Roly watches <laughs> when they was trying to re-up on their deal. They was getting that used Rollies. You Do you see that? That's, that's out of pocket. Too little, too late, and I, I hope. I think, bro, all this believe, money here, you get a. Uh, I believe Kai knows that they're pair fucking with of high top Nikes. I believe in my heart that he knows is they're not, they're not the ones to put all your egg in one basket with, because he's been cool. With Aiden Ross, Aiden Ross went the other way. I think Andrew Tate went the other way too with the kick shit, right? Which is new. He's free. Top G is free. Guy's boy. I ain't say that, but the top the G is homie. free. The big homie. Top G is free. Finally from incarceration. Shout out Romania. Illegally. Shout out Romania. He had no he said, I have nothing against the country of Romania. Just the corruption. Man, so the he matrix. Four thousand three hundred seventeen <laughs> push ups, nigga. And he was I reading the, the Quran number. all day. He was reading the Quran all day. Shouts out said. to him, yo. I'm glad he's free. If he didn't do anything wrong, he shouldn't be locked up. <laughs> that shit is funny to me. I seen um South Park put him in parodied him in South Park. It was looking I seen crazy. that too. It was looking kind of crazy. I ain't watched a full episode. It was, it was new that it happened. Lie, it's trash. South Park been kind of once in a while. They, they got some good shit. They'll speak up on some good shit, but then they show their, their true color sometimes. Um, Nigga, that's the distraction, but it's it's the it's the truth in plain sight. Exactly. As we say. Like we were talking about earlier, <laughs> um, there's truth to every joke. You know? So, what I seen about Andrew Tate, there was another, oh, he got released on exactly the same date as the Matrix released in theaters in the United States. That was the day he got released in Romania. <laughs> it's funny how the world works, right? <laughs> but um yeah. If you think he was he was he was going hard before, I think he's gonna go even harder. I think they're expecting him to to, to be out and be like, damn, I got locked up for three months. They actually are after me. They actually came for me. No, I think he'll probably go harder. I think it's giving him an excuse. And I, it's true. Like you said it's earlier true. too, when a message gets strong enough, there's no way you can you can mute it down anymore. They was blocking Can't this man sound, on, on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, on everything. None of his own platforms could be up on any of these social media sites. His he, bank account. <laughs> it's like Kanye. Account. They did the same shit to Kanye. But when someone has that much following, you're still seeing his fucking clips everywhere. And he niggas, was going is, on reper- niggas is, re- is stealing his content. Exactly. He's People are re- repurposing it. So to speak, repurposing content, but and and it shows Stealing also it, it might not always be a bad thing because it was a way for him to keep getting his message out there. The fact that he had so many little cronies and and Instagram accounts and TikTok accounts reposting his video from a platform with not as many, not as much viewership, but small clips of that was being able to go out and go viral and keep his name out there type shit. Yep. 
So I think they, they had to lock him up, so to speak. They had to be like, hey, we got to put you away for something. And I've been to Romania. The place is, the place is nice. That place is no joke. <laughs> that place is no joke. He said no joke. So, um, <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm glad he's free. I'm glad he's free. It's a fact, bro. Man was talking about his tight tiger claw style. He was, and he's been, yo, he's been locked up and tweeting. He, that shit is crazy. He said somebody, he all said the rappers, get, all the rappers get get their get their Twitter yo, in jail. I'm not surprised. Yo, he said his, he, yo, he said that a cockroach. He had to fight with a cockroach and a rat for his rations. I said, oh shit. He said, oh, he said insects is, took thirty percent of my food today. Thirty percent, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, yo. But that's some real struggle in life that happened in fucking. Jail, he stood though. solid too. That motherfucker stood way solid. I think he got bigger in jail. <laughs> That's how you supposed to, you supposed to be doing your pushes on the outside, bro. I feel like he could have shaved his head and beard too, but he didn't want to do it. He had to show a point. Nah, bro. And he he was with his brother too, so hopefully they was in the same place. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They was probably in the same place too, but they probably just didn't have access to fucking. You seen the videos Shit. of him him getting like straight out of jail? You seen all the reporters? Yeah, like, he is intern. He's international loose because he's getting all the way out here. But in Romania, he's a fucking superstar. He said they're treating him better than they treating the soccer players out there. <laughs> On some crazy shit. It's true because his message. And when you hear him, when you hear the them message. talk to him, I can hear these Romanian accents. These people going, "Top G, you're you're my hero." Yeah. Free Top G. Yeah. <laughs> like the reporters. Yeah. The people are supposed to be in the professional bag, supposed to report unbiased, so to speak. They are seeing through the shit over there. Niggas is pulling and up. That's what's and, dangerous. And trusting the king. Bro. That's what these these top people <laughs> yeah. think is dangerous. We talk about. We went into it, I think, last episode. If you didn't catch that last half of the, of the pod, I think you should catch that last half of the pod. Episode nine. Because we went into it, but we've been going into it in all pod today. Hmm. Have a people lot to see. get sick of the people on the top sometimes. Yeah. And I forgot to mention it last episode, but I'm glad it's still going strong now because we got to mention it now. France, they're going hard in France. I don't know if you heard about what's going on in France. I saw some riots and shit that they was for for for, right, for raising the the, the, the retirement, retirement age. age. Let's talk about yes. it. Let's yes. Let's talk about yes. it. Yes. I didn't even write that down, baby. Let's I, talk I knew about I wanted it. to get into it from last Let's pod. Talk I wanted to get it. into it. Fuck they're it. on Let's their tenth day. I think they're on their twelfth day at this they point. They still going? going strong. They're going strong. Yo, they're going strong. They, people I don't play video, with their money, bro. I seen oh, video of the police shit. taking off their uniforms and protesting with the people out there. I, I saw the firefighters fighting for and them too. I, I was ta- I was talking that shit. Allegedly, uh, that was fake news. Allegedly, because they also had a, a protest of firefighters in 2020. Oh, and but that, that was video was funny as fuck. I saw that shit. Okay, okay, but but anyways, fuck. What was I gonna say? Yeah, the people are going strong. They're going hard. That's crazy. They're on their 12th day and running. Macron is going to have to back down at some point. What's crazy to me is they're fighting about getting their retirement age raised from 62 to 64. Okay. They're saying it's not possible to live like that and work okay. for that long. Yeah. Motherfucker. In France? Our retirement age over here is like 66, 67. <laughs> they're fighting to get yo, that shit pushed to 70. Yo, I had to. We're going to work till we die. Yo. We're going to work till we but die. They That's what they want you to, to be. Do. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about this shit. In the school system, to me, growing up in New York public school system, right, it was under my knowledge that they made it seem like they wanted you to work for somebody. Let's talk about it. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. School teaches you to work for somebody. I'm gonna keep it a buck with mm-hmm. you. Shout out Dame Dash and EYL. Shut them out. Troy and Shawty. Yeah, I'm speaking. They want you to be a worker. They're not trying to push you to be a boss, bro. School doesn't teach you to be a boss. 
that's from at least from my understanding. Growing up, school didn't teach me to yo open a business, take social media serious, do this, invest in yourself. I didn't really get that throughout school. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So anything is the exact opposite. They teach you to be a worker to work in their system, bro. They want you to work until you die for pennies. And they the want French people to are standing be a up worker. against that shit. Yes. I had my share of shit, shit talk crazy, of people though. from France being uh, Punani, for lack of a better term. <laughs> and I was, you know, Yo. I was feeling a way. But now looking at this, I feel even more of a way. Because if the French people over there can do it for that, something that to a lot of people, I see the way the American media reports it. I see the way the British media reports it. They're like, oh, those motherfuckers is lazy. They don't want to do this shit. Yada, yada. Mm, I seen... Painting the picture. They had to cancel King Charles from England, a.k.a. Jeffrey Epstein's best friend, mm. was, was going to France. He had to go to France to meet with uh, Prime Minister Macron, President Macron, whatever the fuck he is, right? Mm. That's the president of France? The president of France, Macron. Okay. King Charles was going to fly out to visit them for the first time since even before COVID, they had a British monarch go to okay. France. He canceled because of the protest and it was looking crazy. They were like, yo, if you come over here, you might start something in England, pretty much. Mm. They painted it as, oh, it's unsafe. But nah, we really know what would happen if he pulled up over there throwing apples and bananas and shoes at his face. You know what's going to happen? It's going to make him look like a joke. His people are going to be like, hold up. Why aren't we doing this? And they, they respect that shit. They respect- the, the BBC, pause, because that's... Like the, <laughs> he said pause. The media company. The media company. The TV channel. <laughs> and Sky, they were purporting it as, oh... In France, they're um, arguing about protesting until raising the retirement age to 64. King Charles is 74, and he's still working. Motherfucker, are you fucking serious? You gonna say that shit? You, these media companies act like they're so unbiased or whatever, but they putting down the people that they should be representing and they should be advocating for. Let's talk about it. That's, a, that's, that's every politician, boy. And, and, it's, and it's down to the... When it's getting the journalists and the media... When we're in school, we learn about the muckrakers and people were fucking... Uh, dying and getting yeah, killed, and they yeah. were getting smeared and slammed. Yeah, uh, I forget what the name of it is. The jungle, right? Which was yeah. about like the meatpacking district, something like that. Yeah, that's back the when journalists factory or the, some yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. The journalists the workers, were actually yeah. in the trenches, and the journalists the were people that were from the bottom or people that were working class. Yeah. Nowadays, to be a journalist, what you got to do? You got to go to a sixty, seventy thousand dollar university, study <laughs> some bullshit, learn some bullshit, <laughs> and suck some toes, and you get to the top over there. You get to CNN, you get to MSNBC, you get to Fox News, or whatever. <laughs> And that's how it goes. And that's why they're not giving it up. They're not chopping it up like how they used to. Man, just keeping it a buck. The, the, keeping it a buck. Let's talk about it. The, the laborer is always at the bitter end of the stick. And school didn't teach me to become a man who could, who, who's into drop shipping. That is a lane that people go, could go into that, that is independent. You could be your own boss. You could make your own hours based on how you ship products. They don't tell you about, yo, social media. There's no class in college to teach you how to gain a social media following. Everything's There's not even a class in high school to teach you how to do your taxes. Let's or, talk how to, about or how to use the tax code to your benefit. Fam, the class, the only class that I remember that had any instance, only two, that I had any instance of teaching financial literacy is... Stock class with Mr. Stanton. Everybody didn't. Everybody didn't. Nobody skipped that class because he was talking about investing in the stock market. He the man had the highest credit score I've ever shout seen. Out, shout out, Mr. Stanton, if you ever hear this, because you were Home both, Depot stock. The man had mad Home Depot stock. Yo, the man was telling us how to get on, and th- that happened in the last years of school. Imagine if we would have got that. 
And I'll tell you something earlier. Else. I'll tell you at something an earlier else. age. I was always that's in my speech, baby. advanced math class or <laughs> honors math class. Shout out public speaking, boy. Those students who were in the advanced math Should classrooms, write that shit down. in the honors advanced math classrooms that were a year ahead of were getting AP for the college, they were not required to take that course. Mm. They didn't have to take that. They had to go on to take calculus or trig or whatever like that, you know, which mm. is big math concepts as complicated as a motherfucker. That's why I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing that shit. And at every instance that I said I wanted to go to a different level, I wanted to go to this class, they were stopping me from going to that class. Really? Because they were like, you're on track to go to wherever you're going to go and do whatever you're going to do. Really? You, you should stick to this schedule that we got laid out for you. Really? So if it wasn't for me fighting to get into that class... Which they were seeing as a lower level class. They were pretty wow. much advertising teaching finance, as like a bullshit class. Teaching financial li- literacy. Shit that is actually low level. matters. Shit oh. that actually matters. Right. They're trying to avoid people from learning. Well, that Crazy. is what my speech is about happening on Monday. <laughs> people, if you're from, <laughs> nigga, I'm writing everything down in my memory, and we got to talk from memory. So it's crazy how that relates to. Potting, Potting <laughs> and schoolwork at the same time, but it, we got to talk about it. They didn't teach you how to get on with social media. There, there's nothing on file to teach you. Yo, this is how you make a YouTube channel. This is what you do. This is the formula. There's no formula. It's still being made. You feel me? Mm. It's still being made. Niggas, that's getting. I have been getting far, and and doing shit to alter how we come up in the business or whatever, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How anybody comes up in this, it's being changed every day. You don't understand? So that's the hard part about it. And there's no classes to, for the creator. There's no classes. I mean, YouTube, shout out YouTube, really, for for real. Shout out YouTube because YouTube could teach you anything that you want to know. Yeah, if you're looking for the right shit. It taught me everything I want to know. I'll give you a side story from my family. Tell you about that, that right now. We totally independent. Well, my my, my grandpa first came to this In country. My mom got him a laptop to kind of keep him busy. You know what I mean? He was he was helping raise me. This motherfucker, what he would do is he would go on YouTube. He would watch his news. He would do whatever. But what he really liked to do was learn how to cook. Um, on YouTube, they got fucking videos to make anything. You can make yep. learn how to make anything. Yep. And really, in the in the very late in his life, because my grandpa never really used to cook. Very late on his life from YouTube, he learned how to cook. Shout out to Elise. Shout out to Elise. <laughs> Even though he'll probably never listen to this, but <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I just want to say YouTube is a tool, much like AI, as we discussed, is a tool that you can use to learn more hmm. and, and grow. But shout out France. Fuck Macron. Macron met his wife when he was fifteen, and she was forty-two. She was his professor. Well, Which at, at the time is a W. <laughs> Honestly, it's a W. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that's, that's a W. That's a big W. Yeah. But at this point, she's seventy, and there's something sus about that. You know what I mean? It's something a little. So we talk about grooming and shit like that, but whatever. I don't even want to go into personal shit. But he's a bitch. So he <laughs> go go get fucked. He forced that vote through. He didn't even let his parliament vote on that shit because he knew it would fail. He knew if it passed a certain whatever. Because I'm not the most informed about how the fucking French governmental system works, but if it's anything <laughs> like this one, you know it's all a load of horse crap. <laughs> and he forced today. he forced this retirement age vote through, and the people's like, fuck yeah. that. And I think we could learn a lesson I didn't from know that, that here they, in America. I didn't know that they were still riding. And they're still riding over that shit, because it's a big deal. It'll yeah, change bro. future generations' lives. I heard that they over here, they want to change the work week. They want to take Friday off, and it's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That might that happen. could be good. That, that could, could happen. Good. But, nigga, when we needed this years ago, where the fuck was all these 
ideas at. And it's coming from they the same here. people. It's coming from the same people who who wanted to who said they would raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars, <laughs> the federal minimum wage. That shit is still sitting at seven dollars and twenty five cents, I believe. Or 11 or whatever the fuck. But we know it's damn near not enough. At this point, with inflation and how it's going to keep rising for the rest of our lives. Man. Man, that minimum wage might got to be $20 an hour at this point. If you eggs are sitting at 8 bucks a eight bucks a, a dozen. They're supposed to give our people fucking reparations. Nigga, where was the reparation when we needed that, that shit. shit years ago? They say, Let's here, talk about here, it. Take, take a stimulus check, brother. Good luck. Nigga, where Good was luck. these reparations years ago when people were struggling, bro? You want to give it, it to us now in inflated culture, inflated time period, and then the bread is going to cost a million dollars. That's some <laughs> nut shit. That's really some nut shit. <laughs> well, money, like, you understand? This shit is wild. And on the flip side, our federal government has all the money to spend in, in bullshit that, that doesn't even matter. And print. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> they have all the money to spend and print. Damn, we speaking truth today. I wanted to know something else. I, know it was I, go I, like didn't, this. I didn't talk to you. We didn't even go into any music at all. But it's coming. It's coming. Sorry. We stretching it out today, baby. We have. Sorry. We have. The, we gotta get, the message is important. It's episode ten, y'all. The message. Episode ten. The message is important, yo. And you have to, nigga. We talking from the heart, yo. It, it is, is what it is. It, we are fifty four minutes into the pod. Right Fuck now. it. I don't even care. And we. I think it's going. We going. We got a little while longer to go. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Fuck it. We pushing it today, bro. It's whatever. The federal, we were just talking about the federal this government is spending, for our, our, spending our tax dollars on the wrong things. Okay. <clears throat> I could go into something else, but that's actually going to get the video shadow banned, so I can't even, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even go into that. Nigga, you know what that's called? That's called the illusion of transparency. You could have, you, you could have, you could have did it. You could have did it. Shooting. But now you're talking about it now. Shooting, so. shooting. I can't shoot at them yet. We're going to have to wait. We're going to have to wait a little to shoot at them. <laughs> they know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the federal government has spent money this time. As we talked about last week, we, we saw Trump tweeting out that on, on Truth Social or whatever the fuck that shit is again, that he was going to get indicted and arrested on Tuesday. Tuesday came and went, and I was like, damn, we left the pot off with that, and now we're going to look crazy. No, we But here we crazy. go. Three days later on Friday, end of March, they announced an indictment against former President Trump, the first ever indictment of any sitting or former president ever in history. And I'm telling you now, the precedent that this is going to set... Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Honestly, I feel like the Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, who um, I didn't feel that strongly about before, not even due to him being against Trump or whatever, because let's keep it a buck. Trump, Trump is probably a criminal in many ways, and he probably should go to jail. But the fact that they're focusing in on this is political persecution. They going after him because he's a Republican and he probably has a chance at winning in 2024. Let's keep it a bean. I don't know, nigga. I Let's don't, keep it a bean. I don't bee. like no politician, so... I never voted for a president once and I don't plan to because I can't vote for somebody who doesn't have my ideals in line. Exactly. And my mom taught me that if you help someone get into power like voting for them and you don't even 100% agree with them, you won't. You can't 100% vouch for them, don't do it because karma... The, same. the karma comes back to you too. If you're voting for these motherfuckers, the karma gonna come back to you too. Yeah. That's part Talk of the way the world it. works. It's true. But anyways. And you know what's crazy? My mom, mm -hmm. she got mad at me because mm -hmm. I didn't want to participate in voting because all of them niggas is evil. Mm. Ha, let's mm. talk about mm. it. Both sides. I don't take... Nigga, both sides is evil. We we here today. We here to both today. Both sides is evil, B. Let's talk about it. So I, I didn't want to support any side because both sides is corrupt. Exactly. And... 
keep our people down either way. But the crazy part is they're painting it as a way is if you agree one side or the other, one side is for the people and one side is not when we know that's fucking cap. So they so, go after Trump. She now. was mad at me. She was mad at me. And I said, and then now she's like, yo, I understand. And now I don't want to do it either. Exactly. Exactly. And I was like, exactly. you was getting on me crazy. Exactly. And now you don't want to vote either. All right. See, I'm a prophet. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, my mom, my mom told me too. She was like, man, I don't think you should vote if you don't agree with none of them. I was like, you know, yeah. I really don't. I really don't. I really can't stand for none of this shit. That's real life. Alvin Bragg is a Democrat. Real life. And they're using tax dollars to fund this indictment of Trump, which they used tax dollars to do an impeachment or three impeachments or however many fucking impeachments they did that led to nothing. They did that January 6th committee that fucking led to nothing also. Okay. Wasting money, wasting their time. They got all these congressmen and senators all together to talk about some bullshit when you okay. could be uh, talking about lowering inflation, bettering the economy, not sending money over to a foreign country that uh, talk is not it. paying taxes to our people. Our people are paying taxes. We got homeless people on every street corner in yeah. America. Yeah, New York City. New York City. You can't go in the subway without walking, having to walk over a homeless person. That shit breaks my heart. And we are one of the richest countries in the world, if not the richest country in the world. Maybe not anymore. Not China. Because you see, you see, they're they're all teaming up now. Brazil, Russia, India, China, Saudi Arabia is on the horizon to go combine with them too. They're like, yo, we ain't taking shit from America. Temperature is is rising. They're gonna make us go to war with these motherfuckers to protect the dollar. That's that's how they always do it. Temperature is rising, bro. And it's the the sad part is it's all been very avoidable. We we are in this politicized climate. We can't even agree on the basic shit. Most people in America agree that we should have a unified healthcare system with our tax dollars to actually go to benefiting people having health insurance. Most people agree. Democrats and Republicans, still no action. Not even a vote has come up on that shit ever, ever. We got enough money to fund some shit like with, that. I think I don't know. I don't, I don't really follow it too much, but I think they never had been it with, a with, never with been a congressional Obama, vote. Obamacare shit. That shit. Obamacare, but even Obamacare it went away. It went away. But even that, it was watered it down away. because it still left openings for the healthcare insurance companies to stay alive and stay profitable. You know what I mean? That's what it all comes down to, boy. To me, the thing is, the we see evil. Democrats <laughs> prosecuting a former Republican president. Okay. Moving forward. If the Republicans ever take back power, which always happens. Every time someone gets into power, they always feel like, oh, we can do whatever we want because we're going to run the shit for the next whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So they do shit. It fucks with the other party. As soon as the other party gets into power, they're going to do the same shit. If the Republicans win with either Trump or DeSantis or whatever, either now in 2020, what is it, 2024 is going to be the next election, right? 2024, 2028, whatever. Yes, I, I don't know. Or 2000, whatever. <laughs> Whenever there's elections and the mm. other side wins... They're going to do the same shit. If they can prosecute Trump over paying hush money to a, a porn star, which is <laughs> out crazy. Out of all things. Out which of is all crazy. Things out of all the happened. evil shit that he could have probably done. That paying happened. hush money to a porn star using campaign. That nigga stormed the White House the other day. Campaign remember? dollars. <laughs> I, see, I see now. We can't even. <laughs> remember that? Using campaign dollars. <laughs> campaign dollars. Yeah. That's a, as big a crime to prosecute a former president on. What the fuck are you going to do when the Republicans take power and be like, hey, Joe Biden and his son was, was taking money from, from the Ukraine. <laughs> he was collecting dollars on the on the back end. Hey. Hillary Clinton used used campaign dollars to to fund the Steele dossier that said in 2016 Russia uh, stole the election. Russian was influencing the election. They did the same shit. Mm. Are we gonna prosecute uh, war criminals and people who should have been prosecuted for torturing people, innocent people, or whatever people mm. in fake wars in the Middle East? Mm. Are we gonna prosecute George Bush for being a war criminal? Are we gonna prosecute Dick Cheney? Are we gonna prosecute Nancy Pelosi? 
for her husband being the biggest, best stock trader in the history of, of Wall Street. <laughs> he outperformed the S&P 500. Okay. Trading on stock that made him the most profitable stock trader in the history of America. Mm. Or at least one of the best. He gets shit right more than, than S&P 500. That's to tell you something. Yo. Then the top stock traders in America on Wall Street, he gets it right more than them. Why? Because his wife is probably like, hey. Put some money on Roblox. What the fuck are they doing funding <laughs> getting Roblox stock? You gonna tell me they actually know shit about Roblox? They know about, I, I know they shit know about, about the, Roblox. They know about the company. They never even played with Roblox. I play with Roblox. <laughs> played Roblox. <laughs> that shit's still going strong. I think their stock price is like $30. I'm gonna keep it the buck with you. That's what I'm saying. And they made millions and millions of dollars off of that. And that's criminal. Robux. That's criminal. How the fuck can Nancy Pelosi's salary as a government nigga, agent? That's called capitalism. Two hundred thousand, four hundred thousand. He's nice. He's nice. He's nice. He's nice. So he got the he got the up. That's capitalism. Just to let you know, we got a little thing called insider <laughs> trading, which is illegal. And if you're found guilty of that shit, you get to go to one of those white people facilities and play tennis <laughs> in jail. But at least you have to go away, right? At least you have to Yo. go away. They talk Yo. about justice for all. No Yo. one's above the law for Trump, but these people Yo. are above the law on a different side or even this the same side. Freezy's wild. So, I gotta stay shooting. That's it. That's it. And I'm not saying I agree with one side or the other, <laughs> but if we're gonna say no one's above the law, we gotta hold everyone to the same standard. Hold your fucking self to that same standard. Nigga. These people, they don't care about that, Freezy. They bail out they, the banks. They, <laughs> they won't bail out the people. talked about it last time. They won't bail out the people. Just Fair. to let you know. Don't let them put the wool over your eyes again. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Damn, we was shooting in this. Bro, we been shooting. Nigga. An hour in already. Nigga. The, straight bah. That came from the heart. Gra. That came from the heart, bro. It is what it that is. Shit, that shit comes from the heart, bro. When the message comes from the heart, you can't stop it, bro. You just have to let it rock, bro. Man, what do you say? Should we My should we get into some music? Crazy. Should we get into some music? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, for y'all who sorry come, uh, to check out what um is the new hot uh, song or nah, Yaya's we, opinion on Ice Spice. Yeah, yeah, nah, y'all had to wait. The message was more important than the music. Let's talk about it. And we giving it up because it's episode ten, y'all. <laughs> we giving it up. We have to give it up to y'all. I, sh- extemporaneous speech is happening right here. <laughs> Should we start with a lot of music came out? Hit Boy. Talk about it. Hit Boy dropped Talk two albums it, in the last two weeks since we've been gone. He dropped uh, an album in collaboration with Music Soul Child, which was which was pretty great. It was called Villains or Victims and Villains. Yeah. Uh, some of my standout songs from that. Spank, the one that I talked about last time, right? Uh, yeah, we had um, the Music Sound Child one. Yeah, yeah, the one that came out. Yeah. Uh, we had the uh, Dom, two songs from Dom Kennedy, frequent Hit Boy collaborator. That were great. State champ in Corsa. Yeah. Tony Fontana, three with Currency. I'm a big fan of Currency, so you put him on anything and I'll listen to him. Yeah, I love his flow. Oh, no, that's off the, the Hit Boy Ray album. Sorry, we got a little far ahead. And Victims and Villains, the, the title song was great. White Race and Deja Vu was great. Wait, what? What happened? We was talking about the Music Soul Child album at first. My bad. That's my fault. I said some songs from the Hit Boy album. Oh, 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 See, but this is what happens when you're dropping such great music. Music Soul Child was more kind of an R&B. I think, yeah, yeah, you'll get definitely some songs to throw in the playlist from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. My standouts, White Rice and Deja Vu. Okay. Is It Love, Is It Lies. Okay. And the intro track, Will I Touch the Sky. Mm. It was really great. Music Soul Child got into some great singing. And it seems like, from what I can get from the credits, he is signed to himself. Because okay. it says it's from Soul Star Music Company. Okay. Which is probably his own label. Yeah. 
And he has a pub deal because the publishing company is also quoted there, but I'm not going to... Oh, no, it's Luvan Music with a Q. So that's probably also his own publishing company. Wait, what? what is it called? L. How is it spelled? Luvan. L what? L-U-V-A-N. Music with a Q, like how Music Soul Child has it. So probably, this, this could have been probably a, an all-independent release. And it was great. It was really great to me, to be completely honest with you. And Hitboy did his thing. Hitboy did his thing on a lot of the production. And it was a great comparison to his own album that came out the following week, which was titled Surfer Drown, which Yaya gave a little introduction to on the last podcast. And uh, he had some great features on there. The Nas song was on there. Obviously, Slipping Into Darkness was on there with um, Alchemist. He had a great song with Spank Nitty that I was talking about, Just, um, Just Ask, which was great. Spank was talking about... Why the hell he wasn't dropping music in so long? We've been needing some Spank Nitty music in a while. And Tony Fontana 3 with Currency, as I I mentioned earlier. Mm. It was a great album. It wasn't as good as Slipping Into Darkness being the lead single made me believe it was going to be. Because it didn't seem like he had many more shots. But hey, it's smart. You lead with the shots, get people checking into the album, and you drop whatever project you wanted to drop. Honestly, if anything, Slipping Into Darkness to me kind of didn't fit on that album. If you listen to the rest of the album, besides the Spank Nitty track, there's not really a lot of a lot of big rap talk music, if that makes sense. You know, you got some big rappers on there, but it wasn't really big shooting shots, big bigging up yourself, braggadocious type shit, you know? So, uh, yeah. I, I think it was still a great project, and I was just pleasantly chose to surprised. Lead with that one. Yeah, exactly. He chose to lead with the controversy, obviously. As most people do, though, you know? But that was great. Speaking of um, leading with the shots, Alchemist also dropped an album. With yeah, Larry with Larry June. Let's talk about Taking it. Taking advantage, he let Hit Boy shoot all those shots off, and he still benefited Yo, from the marketing low key. It's called The Great Escape. I believe it has no skips. Features from Action to Bronson, to Ty Dolla Sign, Boldy James, Jay Worthy, Joey Badass. Larry June and Alchemist was doing their thing, and everybody on the features was doing their thing. I don't, I don't think there was any skips. I'd agree. I'd I don't agree. think there's any skips. Action Bronson was speaking hella spicy with Larry June on Solid Plan. That was definitely a standout track to me. He was spitting the Sopranos references. It sounds like the beat sounds like I'm in Miami. <laughs> Beautiful music. And Action Bronson referencing the Sopranos is classic. Talks about Pussy Malanga. <laughs> getting killed by Tony Soprano. <laughs> Anyone who loves the, the mob series, The Sopranos knows that knows that episode and knows what happened then. And Action is speaking about it. Amazing. It sounded like it could have been on Action's old project, not old, but more recent project, mm-hmm. only for Dolphins. Maybe he gave that to Terry Larry June and was like, "Yo, just take that." But who knows? It sounds like it was that beat was made for Action. That beat was made for action. You feel the me? Production on that, like always, is amazing. Larry June's. And I love the Soprano great. reference. Larry June's rapping is really amazing, honestly. He, I was telling Yaya earlier, he's from San Francisco. We discovered, but he sound, he spits to me. He spits like a like a New York rapper. True. I'm always gonna love some shit like that. In New York, it's time to step it up because when you got a motherfucker from San Francisco spitting better, he's been harder. spitting like that though. for a long time. For a long time, he's been spitting like that though. He just gotta just, stay awake, good man. Good sound. Stay awake. Good sound, bro. Joy Badass was on the album as well. With another song from Currency. Currency been busy. Yep. 
And I and some, some other standouts to me were um Margie's Candy House. I like that beat and it sounds amazing. And I liked um Orange Village featuring yeah. Slum Village. That was great. That was on great on that track, I felt like there was a man that sounded like Kendrick on there, but it wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, that's funny. I had to play it for Freezy just to make sure it wasn't because I was just like, yo, if if we if Kendrick makes it a a shadow appearance on he does that a lot he does that quite often actually uh, on Larry June's project that would be crazy but it man sounded like Kendrick but it wasn't that was another standout from me um that one's called Orange Village my favorite was probably the one with Ty Dolla Summer Rain I can I cannot wait to listen to that shit driving around in the summertime with the windows down and talking and going to the Bahamas you know what I mean word that's tropical climate oh my music like only for dolphins with action Larry Honestly, June, to be honest with you, Alchemist I didn't really like the, the Big Sean song on there. I think that one was a miss. It was all right. I think that I, one was a miss. It was all right. It was all right. It wasn't skippable to me. It I listened right. to it. I actually did listen to it all the way through, even though I didn't like it. So, yeah. I, I definitely see your point. Yeah. But the whole album, to me, had no skips, and it flowed so great, and it's just good music. And we saw... It's good music, man. More music drop... Yeah. Uh, from DJ <laughs> Drama. He was busy this weekend. He did a couple podcast appearances. He did Ack and he did Joe Budden. Yeah, I still got to watch the episode. They, they were giving it up. They were giving it up a little bit. It was all right. But to be honest with you, I like the interview more than I liked the album. I liked the album. I, I thought it was a solid project. I thought it had a bunch of skips. It was called I'm Really Like That. A lot of heavy-hitted features. You feel me? Let's lift off a couple. Tyler the Creator. I almost said Taylor the Creator. Little Baby. A Boogie, which was a previous single that already came out, Ho For Me. Nip, Roddy, Gucci, 42 Doug, Ross. Jeezy, who was my standout artist on the on the album. West Side Gun makes an appearance. Benny too. the Butcher makes an appearance as well. Yeah. Jim Jones is who we were talking about last yeah. episode too. Fabulous, New York legend. Fab, yep. Boosie, badass, a South, down South legend. Mazi. Offset, I don't know if you mentioned Offset. T.I. and, and LaRussell. And Sci-hi I think we're missing too. the... <laughs> Heavy hitter features. The 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 biggest one, to to be honest, the Jack Harlow feature. <laughs> that I mean that track. Uh, that was, his what, most what was the name feature. of that track? It was called Mockingbird Valley, which is a very yeah, that, that Jack Harlow good. title. That one was good. I liked it. I actually liked it. I think he mentions Don Cannon did co-production on that beat, which mm, makes sense yeah. because uh, DJ Drama and Don Cannon own uh, what is it Generation Now. Generation Now, I think, is their label, where they have Uzi and, and yeah, Jack yeah. Harlow and yeah. a bunch of other artists. Yep. So, you know, DJ Drama goes on on the song talking about, I told you I signed this kid from Kentucky. I yeah. told you he was going to make a lot of bread. Yeah. And he was right. He, You you pointed out earlier before the pod that, I mean, Harlow, because I, I liked it. I liked that song. And I, I don't really give it up to Harlow like that, but I like that song. I don't know if he's trying to chase his, 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 um, his drizzy bag. I I'm think that's exactly to, what it is. It to, seems like a drizzy bag to me. He, he seemed like he trying to go for that spot. He got the you feature. Know, we pushing towards it. He got Sounding, the feature, and he's a young wise. up and coming guy. It makes sense. Drake was biracial, and Jack Harlow is white with curls. So that's the evolution <laughs> of it. <laughs> that's fucking funny. But um, I, I think he makes good music though. And his last album, I didn't enjoy all of it, but it was there definitely at least three songs or four songs that I liked that I would listen to from it. That's not hate, by the way. That's like yeah, I actually enjoyed some of those songs. His flow on that song was was nice. Yeah. Um, another standout that I, something got added to the R and B track from really from the DJ drama from, album. 
I really like that DJ Drama's album. You feel me? Um, I added. It says "Ho" for me. That's it's kind of spelled. That's a definitely weird. classic Yaya song title. Shut up. I could see you loving <laughs> a song called "Ho" for me. Hey, I do. <laughs> so you're right. <laughs> and it's, it's with A Boogie and Lil Baby that got added to. The Shout playlist. out A Boogie. Shout out Hybrid. Good sound. I'm Good not the biggest fan of Lil one. Baby, but that was our right song. He, me neither. He did his thing on 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 that that track from that didn't from get that. added to Freezy's playlist at least. <laughs> but um, the Nipsey Hustle song. That. That was that was a good song. That was a big that one. Was a good song. That was a big one. The blast blast is out there filling in uh, for the dream on this song. <laughs> All right, all right. That's a, that's a good take. You know what I mean? That's a good, that's it a seems good like take, that though. kind of artist. You know, we seen the dream was, used to float around a lot, bunch of people's projects doing a lot of music. That's very He's true. And I love thing. the dream. Blast is doing the same thing. And not to say that the I dream love is the not dream. still out here doing work because he's still out here doing work. Songwriting like crazy for Chloe. Yeah. Beyonce on the new album. Dream has a lot of hits. That nigga sold his catalog, yeah. and I'm kind of sad about it. A couple years ago, this man sold his catalog, and I was just like, yo, Probably I love made the more dream. Money at this point. How the fuck did you give them the fucking, the classics, all the classics from back in the days mm. from Dream, he gave it to them, bro. And I was just like, damn, bro, all that music I love, and I still stream the fuck out of it. That shit's on the R&B playlist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, damn, bro. But that's a good, that's a good comparison that you make. That blast maybe coming and trying to take take the inspiration from Dream, like how he like he like he's seen Dream move around the bag, like you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. He that's he's I definitely doing that. He's definitely doing it. that. I think he's taking the right steps towards that if that's what he's actually going for. Um, but yeah, I, I, the Nips, the Nipsey song was great. Jeezy's verse on that was great too. N- Jeezy was giving it up on there like he usually does. He don't give a yeah. fuck about nothing. How to stay shooting with the pen. Had another song. How many times he featured on the product? Twice or three? twice? Twice. Yeah. Okay. The other song, was the second a, to last song, was, was a big cheesy. banger. Yeah. Yaya good. was telling me that the Boosie song. At first, I didn't really like the Boosie song, but he was, when Yaya told me, "Yo, that strip club music, that's twerking music." Yeah. And then I listened to it back. Girls I was gonna like, love hey, it. You might be onto something there. <laughs> you might be onto that's something. That's the sound. There. It might sound funny up here, but in the south, that nigga's platinum in the streets. Yeah. So shout out Boosie too. <laughs> shout out Atlanta. <laughs> Keeping it on on DJ and drama everywhere else. Giving DJ Drama some some praise. In the South, he, you feel me? He was on the uh, Tyler project, or I guess him and Tyler's co-project. Tyler was a, a the deluxe, deluxe. Tyler album. was the first track on DJ Drama's album. Yeah, he was the intro to DJ Drama's album. Tyler sounded good. A deluxe to "Call Me If You Get Lost." I believe it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven extra songs, which is basically like putting out an album in these days. I mean, Kanye put out seven track albums. Before I saw too. the I saw the Rocky feature. I was not a fan of the Rocky feature, to be honest with you. I and I heard it. Vince I Staples, too. And I'm also usually a fan of Vince Staples, but I feel like he wasn't giving it up on the album. Mm. I feel like he he gave him a little something. Maybe Tyler just gave him the look, and he's like, hey, fuck that look. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> That's just how I judge the performance. I didn't really like that song that much. Uh, what a Day was actually uh, one of my favorite songs from that deluxe. I'm not the biggest Tyler, the Creator fan. I appreciate Tyler, the Creator, because he made the song called The Yonkers. Yeah. And shout out Yonkers. <laughs> shout out Yonkers. So that's yeah. why I respect uh, Tyler the Creator. But um, his own. <laughs> what a day and Sorry Not Sorry were the only songs that gave me anything to like about the deluxe. Mm. He had a song with YG. I didn't give a fuck about that shit either. It said 2020 demo. Yeah, that should have stayed a 2020 demo, brother. <laughs> we didn't need that one. What oh, a day dang. came out. I liked the song, but then I quickly realized, hold up. The only reason I like this song is he sampled the same song as Royce the 5'9 did a while ago. And mm. Royce had a better flip with Cole. I'm going to keep it a buck. That's how I feel. But the Tyler song was still good. Word. Sorry Not Sorry was was 
was good. It was the outro to the deluxe, I guess. So it's new outro. I don't know. I, I felt like it was good, but I don't know. I think uh, he should try and make another alternative album because Yachty did better than him this time. Because so, you was kind of after this man Tyler a little That's what I'm saying, though. You, you, you was kind of spitting to it. You was kind of after him a little bit earlier. Some pandies going on over there as well, all I got to say. It's just a lot of pandying. You know, I don't really like the pandies. But, um... Hey, I'm just giving it up how I want to give it up. He said he wants to rap more. That's what DJ Drama said on the interview with Joe. He said Tyler, the creator, came up to him and was like, hey, you know, I, re- I really want to prove to to the hip-hop audience that I can rap. You don't need fucking DJ Drama on the album to prove that to you. I mean, but- just spit. And he's always he's always been a, a spitter, so to speak. He's always kind of given it up. Maybe in a, in a different, weird sort of way. You could say that, but maybe it's just him piggybacking off of people who we know can spit and are respected in that area of, of being rappers. You know what I mean? If you want that same respect, don't go at looking for a, either a handout feature or a handout album from DJ Drama just to put his co-sign on it just for you to say, oh yeah, look, I'm a rapper. I think he feels a type of way, or maybe not a type of way, but maybe he feels insecure about the fact that he won Best Rap Album when the people who really listen to his album are are high school white boys to keep it a buck <laughs> and he's, he wants to he's on this journey of okay I won best rap album twice somehow for those two albums when mm. they should have either been up with R&B or pop or alternative or whatever the fuck because you drop? it's a lighter or whatever but you're trying to prove that you can rap you don't need no DJ drama stamp of approval and I see why drama would do it because but I think at that, the time I mean, he was still maybe, beefing with Drake maybe, maybe he still he fuck with Tyler he fuck with Tyler he's, dog. it seems like he fucks with Tyler Whatever. I'm I'm not going to say nothing about that relationship, but to me, it seems like Tyler is working with all these people trying to show that he can rap. Just show you can rap. If you're going to tell me, yeah, I can rap, I can rap. He's he's not doing that by... Normally, that wasn't the the music he was making. For the longest time, it wasn't the music he was making. So if now you're going to turn around and every time I hear something from you, as you saying, hey, look, I'm a rapper, I can rap. It's going to make me think, hey, I don't know if you can rap. (laughs) If you have to tell me it, I, I don't want to hear it. I want to hear that shit. If you saying that you can rap and you're like that at rapping, just rap. Just put out a rap song. Put out a rap project. You know what I mean? So that, that's how I feel about that, to be honest. Maybe because I'm not the biggest Tyler fan. I do like some of his songs. I won't say I don't. The Igor project was pretty good, but that was an alternative album. I don't. Mm. I didn't give a fuck about the Call Me If You Get Lost project. I didn't give a fuck about the Deluxe. Mm. You think having DJ Drama on that, dropping his, his tag is going to make me be like, oh, damn, Tyler's a rapper. He could get put up there with, with whatever. Mm. No, no. He's still more in a pop lane to me. Mm. When you see his festival happen. So you don't think that he's, he's genre-bending? He's, Tyler's he be, a genre-bending? You could be genre-bending all you want, but let's say, for example, when he did the festival, the, the whatever festival, the Kitty Soft Paws festival that he, that he puts on, <laughs> that that booed off a trait because they were expecting Frank Ocean. If you take a look <laughs> at that audience, it looks like Tyler's audience. You know what I mean? Okay, people who that who can afford the tickets, people who are gonna wear the fuzzy hats and the short shorts with the fuzzy jackets or whatever, and and okay. call it drip. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not saying I got fashion sense or whatever, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I know Somebody for damn sure for damn sure they don't. <laughs> at least that's not my style. <laughs> And I think he feels a way that that's his fan base. You know what I mean? But don't shun he your fan base that. away. He created that. So what's the, what is the problem, though? 
How is he shunning his his fan base? What is what, what, that's the first time he's, I'm hearing tr- about he's that. trying to he's trying to act like a, a rapidly rap rapper. He's even talking about in his songs, uh, "Sorry to Odd Future" that our egos got in the way. Man, I see Odd Future out here working still. Taco's acting. Uh, his, his, uh, Jasper is acting as well. He's with the jackass guys or whatever. They're doing their things. He's just putting out some shit out his head to be like, hey, I used to like rap with these guys and do whatever. Earl Sweatshirt. We always wanted the Earl Sweatshirt and Tyler, the creator album. But Tyler was probably ducking it because he can't rap like Earl Sweatshirt. Earl Sweatshirt has albums with the Alchemist. Earl Sweatshirt doesn't come out here saying, oh, I'm a rapper for real. You know what I mean? Earl Sweatshirt is showing us, hey, I rap and I make rap music all the time. And I get on these Alchemist beats. I get on these West Side Gun beats. I do whatever. You know what I mean? To me, it's it's another example of what one artist having success because of his ability to to pander to a certain audience and being able to be like, hey, I can so do that's this, the term we're using to pander. So yeah. so it's not it's not discovering something new that you like. It's not a new idea. But it's, it's not just... new if when he first came out, what was the song that had him first coming out was Yonkers. Oh, so you, oh wait wait. So you're saying that he's using it right now, but he's gonna move on. He's gonna move he on. Went, okay. He's okay. going to move on because that's not what's going to get him all the money that he wants and all the attention that he wants, obviously. How you know that? Because it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Like, I, I, like, because the way how I see it, so like, <laughs> the man can't just want to <laughs> fucking do something else or, or you think that he's dissing rap by saying, by forgetting it at first to discover a new sound and then coming back to it now with West Side Gun in what inspiration. I'm Yonkers used to bump in the hood all day. Okay. I remember the days when that shit was was on the boombox at all times because that shit was always on Hot uh, Power 105.1 or Hot 97. Okay. Or motherfuckers were just putting that off the strength because they liked that song and it was shouting out whoever. Mm-hmm. For the next however many couple of years, has Tyler been making music to be bumped in that way? Spitting form? Exactly. Even Yonkers isn't a traditional spitting or rap song, right? Because of the way that he goes at it. But it was still had its roots in hip-hop, and it still was a rap-like song that could be played in the hood all day. Okay. And then for the next couple of years, he's bending with um, singing and doing all the rock and roller shit, whatever, whatever. And that's, where he's made, your eyes. and that's where he's made a lot of his money and reached a lot of his success. To me, that's pandering. So he can't so just have a new idea to ch- to go into a different lane. But now he's going he back can't to do that. that. He's kind of going back to that first lane after he wins rap album of the year, because he feels a way about winning rap album of the year. That's that. That's an argument. I don't know. I, I might be in the minority about this, but that's just how I feel. I don't know. And again, he makes good music. He makes good music all the time. He releases uh, good singles, good albums. He knows how to work a, a single. He's not losing anything by losing my ear because I still give him my stream some every once in a while. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, that's how I feel. You pandering? You don't have to pander. We get it. If you want to show that you're a rapper, just rap. It's not that hard. You don't have to get DJ Drama on the album. I don't understand that. That that's the part you where you lose. That's that's the part where you lose me because he is rapping though. He is rapping, and you like. Do you feel offended that he left? He left rap to go pursue a different lane, looking wavy or whatever. Exactly, and then like you come Rocky back to it. But then you come back to it. But it's not like Rocky has ever like gone all that way left to go win these. You sure about that? You sure yes. about that? Yes, yes, I'm sure. You sure about? I'm that? sure. I mean, Rocky right, has go experimented left, go left with mean different how. Go left, meaning how? Go, go Even left. with his projects, Rocky has never really gone all that way left. 
fashion we, we going from fashion to rap or fashion you, or you, his you, audience or the way he is accepted by his audience <laughs> if that makes sense that's 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 what i'm saying and i feel like tyler has gone yeah, back and forth through fuck? that through that all the time i don't know oh shit bro so all right so that's that's the problem that you have with is that he goes he, he He's not a rapping nigga. He's not just staged with rap. He exactly, goes all up. Exactly. He's all right, all is, over that, is that foul though? Is that a foul? Is that no, a bias right it's, there? It's not foul. And it might not be a, a bias, so to speak, I guess. But like, he's doing all this going all the way around. Drake could do it and, and you don't say nothing. But Drake is rapping on every album. He's always been rapping on every album. All right, all right. And that was that was a loose, that was a loose, you know I mean? that was a loose example. Except Rocky kind of similar thing. Like he'll he'll do like a song like um I forgot. Sundress. Sundress, which is like and then and then and then he's like playing. He has guitar. So that's not pandering. That's not pandering to you. But he's not doing it in a way that's gonna get him Grammys. Tyler is doing it in a way that he's going after the Grammys and the Grammys is be like, oh my god, yes, this is exactly how you know what that. How you know that. How you know that. How do you? How many know, Grammys? How, have, you know how many that? Grammys has ASAP Rocky won <laughs> off of the music that he's been making? Nigga, but all right, all right, all right. You're gonna you, tell me Tyler Creator's been making better music this whole time than ASAP Rocky? According to the numbers. Numbers. Yeah, but that's exactly the game that he's playing. He's playing the numbers game, and when you get those but numbers, he, but, the game is taking right, more serious. But to me, you're burning him for what though? Like what? He's getting the, he's 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 pandering in your eyes. Yes, he's trying out new shit in my eyes, and he's winning at it. And you have a problem with that? But I don't think we can consider it because he the way he wants say, it like, to be considered is he's doing rap now. Like this is a pure rap album when it's not. So how do you know that was his? He's come out and that. said it. Even DJ Drama on interviews come out and been like, yeah, when, when Tyler approached me about this album, he wanted to say, he wanted to show people that he could rap still or that he's a rapper, that he could rap. You know what I mean? All right, but what's bad about that? Like, why you hate He didn't me? prove it to me. That's all, that's what I'm saying, I guess. He didn't prove it to me. He didn't prove shit to me. But just by throwing DJ Drama on the ad libs, no thank you. It's the beat Shout that out comes to from DJ, DJ Drama Shout too. out to DJ Drama for getting the... The the production credits and the and the writers credits I assume too, but it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't move the needle for me in in your legacy, so to speak. Having a a, 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 a album with DJ Drama is not good. A, it's great. Anyone can have a Gangsta Grills album and it not move your legacy. Whoa, whoa you have to whoa, you have to whoa, whoa, live up to that standard. Whoa. I don't think this lives up to the standards of a Gangsta Grills album. <laughs> you, what you think I'm crazy? <laughs> this nigga took a left turn out of nowhere, bro. <laughs> Yo, we driving on a straight road, and this man just took a left ninety degrees without slowing down and just turned it on me. Let's 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 list off some of the the greater DJ drama, DJ drama led led albums. All right, nigga. But I mean, the way that you're coming at it, I'm kind of confused. I'm confused. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm confused because. Okay. It just come off as hating to me. I'm gonna keep the buck with you. It just come out like you it, just could, it could come off that way. It could come off that way. Because I, I I try to go through it. It could come off that way, but I try to go when through you go, it. When you go through the list of it, and this it is sound this like is hating this is DJ Drama's list of his <laughs> of his top gangster girls album. Lil Wayne's dedication to okay. Jeezy's trap or die, but he's still be irrelevant though with DJ Drama. Gucci Mane's the movie. Okay. Fabulous. There is no competition too. Okay. You putting up? We're talking about legendary rappers up, right, with you, rap albums. Put, These are all rap all right, albums. Right, you putting up five against Tyler? Like what? What who is? Who has the, more Grammys? Who does more numbers? The, so we're getting a guy right. who does big numbers and does all this Grammy award winning work without the need of a DJ drama album. 
But we don't so fuck with the grid. All right, listen, listen, listen. I told you. We can't look for them for validation if we Dream don't Chasers fuck with two. them. Dream Chasers 2. Dream Chasers 2, Meek Mill. T.I. down with the king. And we don't fuck with the Grammys. So you can't use it in your argument you, to, val- you could to validate. You, you could say that all you want. But at the end of the day, this guy is so successful without it, it feels like him just being like, yeah, I'll, I'll do a DJ drama album to try and give myself more credibility. When the same artists who've done these albums, we're talking about Meek Mill's Dream Chasers 2, Lil Wayne's Dedication. Okay. Fabulous is mixtape. So is that a DJ and drama Jeezy's problem? Or, 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 I'm or... not saying that's a DJ drama problem. I'm not saying that's even a Tyler the Creator problem. Because so... it's made the album super successful. But it doesn't match up when you compare it to other mixtapes that haven't had the same money go into it, that haven't had the same label push go into it, or the same artists that have even had the same looks as Tyler the Creator's had. Okay. So you're saying it feels like you're using you're using something that you don't really give that much about, uh, give that much a fuck about. But that's how he came in right the game, now. though. You said that. That's how he came in the game. He came in the game with Yonkers, yes. But that was a big radio. That was a big radio album too. And then he drifted away from the rap roots to go into so when an it, alternative bag and do whatever for years. It's not like he did it for an album or a song off or something like that. He's been doing that shit for years. Araki was doing the same thing. So I, so so so. Araki was still rapping. Like you can't tell me that Tyler the Creator has been rapping like like ASAP Rocky has for his whole career. You don't know that. We don't know that. We've listened to Tyler albums over the year. Tyler's always had some of the biggest albums in the world. It's what he wants to put out. That nigga could have just kept on rapping the same way. Like, you understand what I'm trying to say? I understand your point. You understand what I'm saying? But I don't think my point is any diluted, any less diluted from that situation. Because when I'm listening off these albums, it kind of shows me that you can't put Call Me If You Get Lost Up with these other mixtapes. They're not even close. They're not even close. But you're giving it the benefit of being a polished studio album when that's not really the roots of the whole thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. I could see that some people will be like, what the fuck are you talking about? To me, it kind of looked like, like you hating. <laughs> it could be hate. It could be hate. Maybe I'm hating. Maybe but I'm I don't hating. know why you hating. hating. I, could, I can't justify the hate if I don't know why you hating on this nigga. Because <laughs> he's I'm pandering. Hating. But everybody be pandering, bro. But, he, but these guys Everybody be going into he, different lanes, bro. Okay, but then how come... So what am I supposed to say when I, when I listen to this project back and I don't like it? I'm supposed to just say, yeah, I don't like the project, whatever. And just move on. It wasn't a good project, whatever. I'm giving you the reason why it was a bad project to me. Because it feels like pander music that will not last and it only gets played at Urban Outfitters. I don't know. So you just don't like the music? I don't like the music and I don't like what stands behind the music, which is Tyler the Creator using DJ drama and the legendariness of a Gangsta Grills mixtape and being a so-called, quote-unquote, rapper or loving rap. So you think that he's... When he hasn't been doing that so for his whole think, career. Okay, so you think that he's being a culture vulture to the culture. Kind of, in a sense. But not necessarily culture vulturing, because... He's what, coming back when, it, when it's favorite. Exactly. When that's it, what you when say. It matter, when he wants it. to feel a way about it, when he wants to like assure himself of something, he's coming back to it. But just by doing that, that doesn't mean you actually give a fuck about rap or furthering rap or even showcasing your skills as an MC. You just care about getting more dollars, more profits, and then also being able to be like, hey, look, I'm a rapper, and I'm getting money, and I'm getting Grammys, you know? I don't know. I don't know about I don't that. Know. I don't know about I don't that. Know. I, don't know. I don't know about the last part, but... Like, if I don't you have feel this, that way, somebody, some, somebody feels that way somewhere else, too. I don't just have, because I don't I have I don't, the same problems I have you know, with Tyler, saying? the creator, as I do with Childish Gambino. Say that again? I don't have the same problems I have with Tyler, uh, with Tyler the creator, that I have with Childish Gambino. So that's different. 
And you could argue that Childish Gambino maybe uses some of the same shit. But he's also been a creative his whole life and working on different venues and different assets, movies, TV. So his clo- forms so, of music. So this man hats and, and clothing brand is not a, is not diff- working on different stuff for Tyler. Yes, but I'm saying it's in a way where it's kind of pandering. Versus Childish Gambino has been doing it as a this is how I express myself creatively sort of sense. So even Childish, so Tyler's not doing that. Childish Gambino's earlier out. I mean, you could compare Childish Gambino's because of the internet. Have, I don't know if you ever heard that album because of the internet by Childish Gambino. It has three thousand five on it. I know three thousand yeah. five. It's just a, that a long time ago. I haven't is heard a is a very great concept album. And he raps on it all the time. And he's always been rapping. But he has never come about it as like a, oh, I'm tough and this and that type of type of rap. But it's his version of rap and he's still true to that. And he's always gave credit and he's always gave flowers to rap. He's always vouched for it. So you feel like Tyler hasn't done that? Yes, I feel like he hasn't. I feel like he hasn't. So him doing it is not doing it enough. Him doing it in Him his... doing it for him to be successful and have a big, big album and say that it's a quote-unquote rap album with DJ Drama on it mm. doesn't do enough to push that needle for me. Mm. I need to see you doing that shit all the time. I need to see you giving up the flowers to hip-hop and rap all the time. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, Childish Gambino, you can say whatever you want about him that, oh, I, I don't even know. I, I don't even know if you could use the same criticism against Childish Gambino as you can as Tyler, but they've had similar... I think they've had even like a crossover of fan bases. Mm. I think they could have similar a similar audience. But Childish Gambino has stuck in more true to his beliefs and his creative values. Okay. Whereas Tyler, the creator, is happy to just be like, hey, I could just appeal to these white kids real quick and make a bunch of money. Okay. You know what I mean? All right, so that's... What, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So you have a problem with how the music is being created or the demographic that that's being created for. Yes, and then he turns around and say, oh, now I'm a rapper and now I can really rap. You know what I mean? So he's not... He's not. He's not. He's not leasing his masters in a, in a way. He's not. He, he's not. He's not. He's. He's not. He's, hey, he's getting those streaming numbers to, to to what he wants to do. It's good for him, I guess, but it doesn't do anything for me. And I just kind of wanted to call it out because I feel like no one really says anything about it. Hey, Yaya disagrees. Here. Yaya disagrees. That's why you're here. But baby. I'm sure there's somebody. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's gonna be like, "Yo, this guy has a point." I don't know. Yo, that, hey, hey, I I try to break it down as best as, as best as I can, being unjudgmental and trying to get to the root of the problem. So and me, I that's say how, how the fuck I feel. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Yeah. I can't wrong yeah. you for your feelings, bro. Like, and you know what? You can't wrong I think you for your part feelings, of the bro. thing is, Tyler the Creator has so, been such a, a massive artist for so long that. People have felt like, hey, I can't even speak on this. I can't even step on his toes even just a little bit. But I'm going to give it up because I'm going to give it up. I got no ties to you, whatever. Hmm. So, fuck it. That's how I'm feeling. Hey. Call me if you get lost. <laughs> if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. You feel <laughs> me? And we will we will address it back And again. it's not even going to impact them at all. Because at the end of the day, Tyler's still going to make how much money off this album and the deluxe and whatever, whatever. And people are going to stream and shit. So for the record... Go to his festivals and buy his short shorts. You're not here for him clothes. rapping now. I'm not here for it. You see, you think that he should have just stayed and, and did his, 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 his wavy boy shit. Even if you're going to rap... Don't tell me that you're doing it because you want to show off that you're a rapper and that you can actually rap. Just do it. I don't want to hear you fucking talk about it. Oh, and then, so you just and then the product corny. that you give me is 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 mid tier. Whatever. Oh, I don't maybe, care. Maybe this man Freeze is being a little hard on the man Tyler. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> I am. Maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I do not know, people. 
Yo, this is episode 10, And there's, there's a lot of people that will probably vouch for this guy, but... Do your thing. Do your worst. It's all right. It is what it is. Hey, we will see. Music will come out. More music will come out, and we will see if it's this pandering that Freezy's alluding to, or... I think so. <laughs> uh, he put it, I think he, so. That's that, that pandering that's music. A, that's a definition that I, I'm going to have to write down, pandering, in the <laughs> podcast face musical <laughs> conversation. We gonna and see. it's really something pandering, that's hard to kind of... or hating. Pandering or hating. <laughs> or a little bit. We hey, it, see. Could be, it could be both. <laughs> it could be both. I'm going to keep it at that. Yo, today... Yo, we haven't had an episode as long as this in, I don't think in a ever. while. I don't think ever we've had an episode as long as this. We're going on an hour and 37 minutes right now. This is episode 10, baby. And we had to... We had to we had to come out to pod. We had we had shit to, we had to shit to say. That's why the mics is here because yeah. we have shit to say. You yeah. feel me? We have shit to say. And I'll be damned if we hold our tongues and not say how we feel. Nah, bro. My mics don't have no filters. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. Mics over here don't have no filters. You say what your feelings is. You feel me? And and if you say something too wild, it is what it is. We can edit it and post. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, shit. that shit is crazy though. But yeah, bro, fucking. Honestly, I this think is this episode is, ten, baby. This has been a uh, one of the better episodes of the podcast so far. The message is important. The message is important. Yo, we, we spit some some fire. <laughs> I hope you guys are listening and and taking it in. But shout out to everybody listening. Yeah, if you made it this far, like, if you even started the podcast, comment. Subscribe down here. Nah, don't don't even point. It's gonna be somewhere in the <laughs> odd location. I cannot think of that shit right now. Get the I suggested videos here. Nah, nah. <laughs> watch the clips. Watch the shorts and the talks and the yeah, reels. We flooding with content, baby. We here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. But if you say that, yep. This was episode ten. One for the books. One for the books. Feel me? One for the books. Clink a glass real quick. <laughs> and we will continue to deliver the message to the people, bro. And we will but forever be unfiltered about it, too. With that being said, this was the Bill for Cuban Links podcast. I am your humble and gracious and lovely, patient host. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I'm here with my nearest and dearest friend, Freezy. And we'll catch you later, baby. <laughs> Safety, yeah. love, blessings, peace. Yeah. That shit was one for the books, baby. Yeah. Oh, they gonna, they gonna come for one for the books. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I feel.